Thank you for downloading The Pursuit Podcast. For more information on The Pursuit, visit thepursuitsoco.com. Bible, grab it, please, if you have it on your phone. Turn with me. We're going to just jump in. I've got whew, a lot to talk about. All right, here we go. Isaiah chapter 53. Isaiah 53. Are you ready? Isaiah 53, verse 1. We're going to, today I'm coming out, we're going to like scripture, 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 scripture. Isaiah 53, verse 1. Who has believed our message? Stop. As, As we read this scripture, I want you to find yourself in this. I want you to, I want you to ask the Lord. This is about Jesus. This message is about Jesus and us, but this is about Jesus. I want you to find up that God speaks to you in the scripture, okay? In all scriptures today, that would be a good thing. It's a good idea to practice that anyway. That's a little, uh, seriously, read scripture finding yourself. God, where, where am I in this? Let's not listen to today's message like, oh, glad he preached that. This would be really good for my friend. This would be really good for that person. And it may be true. Today, God, we wanted to hear what you're saying to us as an individual, but as a people. So it's both. It's not one or the other. It's both, right? All right. I needed to say that. Who has believed our message and to whom the arm of the Lord been revealed? He got before him like a tender shoot and like a root out of dry ground. He, Jesus, had no beauty or majesty to attract us to him. Not the appearance that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by by mankind, a man of suffering and familiar with pain. Like one with whom people hide their faces, he was despised and we held him in low esteem. Verse 4, surely he took up our pain and he bore our suffering, yet we considered him punished by God, stricken by him, inflicted. Verse 5, but he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. And the punishment that brought us peace was upon him. And by his stripes, his wounds, we are, say it with me, healed. We all like sheep have gone astray. Each of us has turned to our own way. And the Lord had laid on him iniquity of us all. Hallelujah. Isn't this good? In Jesus' name, we're done. Let's go. Amen. John 10, 10. John, there you go. Hey, that's, that's number four. I, I haven't even got to point number one. Here we go. Point number, seriously, point number four says, go Niners. See? Do you see that? Look. See it? Right there. So, we'll, okay. Yeah, there we go. Go Niners. John 10, 10. Um, the, the passion says this. I am the gateway. Jesus is speaking. To enter through me is to experience life, freedom, satisfaction. A thief has only one thing in mind. He wants to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come to give you everything in abundance. Or I have come that you might have life and have life abundantly. 
the last scripture I want to start off with is 1 Corinthians 6, 19. Have you forgotten that your body is now the sacred temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you? You don't belong to yourself any longer. For the gift of God, the Holy Spirit lives inside your sanctuary. You were God's expensive purchase, paid for with tears of blood. By all means, then, use your body to bring glory to God. Oh, yeah. Lord, thank you for your word. It's living. It's active. And may it just accomplish all that your heart is for us today. May we live in alignment with you. And we declare today that there would be just a release of, of your kingdom's order, a release of the things on your heart that I just read about, a release of healing, a release of freedom, a release of hope in Jesus' name. This is all about you. And we are so honored to be in the journey together with you. And as we glorify you today, we give you all the praise, the honor in Jesus' name. Everybody says amen. So today's message, I've been given the assignment. <laughs> to preach on one of our core values. And the core value is, is it up there? Oh, there you go. Whole health is our priority. Um, God has called us to be healthy in our entire being, spirit, soul, and body. Now, I want to ask you a question, but don't answer out loud, please. <laughs> what do you think of when you read that statement? How does it make you feel? I remember reading it the first time. I had this like, yeah, that's cool. Yes. But then all of a sudden I felt this pressure and this to like have to be better, have to be healthier, look good, right? I had, that's, that was my process. This cloud of condemnation wrapped itself around me in self-performance. Um, you feel that way? Um, it actually reminded me, to tell you the truth, when I thought that whole health is my priority, then I, I went, it took me back to being a boy when, and, and I, I, I accepted Jesus at age six, and, I, and I'm so grateful for that. I, rem, I remember the, the, the joy of the journey of, of going after Jesus, but then there was this, this thing that I somehow uh, caught um, that, that made me feel, feel pressure. Um, it, I wrote it like this. Um, it reminded me of when I was a boy in my walk with Jesus. Did you do your devotions today? Did you read your Bible? Did you pray? Did you go to church? And there was this pressure, and I don't know if it was imposed on me by people or I just, it was enemy, it was something. And then, then it became like there were times that I did do it. And so I would say, of course, and I felt like I measured up to really to them. I, I don't know. Um, and then... And then later in life, I would just be honest. You do your devotions? Of course. And I would lie. <laughs> you know, if I didn't, I would, let you, I would make you think I did um, for what reason. There was this pressure to perform so that I could say that I measured up. Today's message is not about that. I just want to lay that thing down. And thank you, Daniel, for last week. Uh, we're not going after performance, uh, perfectionism. We, a culture that is pursuing excellence. 
I can't all things through Christ who strengthens me. I'm posturing my heart, pursuing him, like you said, Steve, hallelujah, because he first loved us. He's the one who set us free. He's the one who did all the things we just read. So as I've been asking God, what is for me, I want to share with you what I think it means for us and actually as people and actually um, it's, it's all of him. <laughs> and so whole heart priority because it's God's priority. Now, stay with me. It was God's idea, really. It's a, it's a nice thing for our church. This is our priority. But really, let's, let's, let's look at it differently. Look at it this way. Whole health is our priority, not because we thought it up. God's, it's God's priority. So being healthy in our entire being, spirit, soul, and body, is God's heart and his desire for you, for you, for you, for you. It's his heart. It's his idea that we experience the culture of heaven on earth, right? We, we actually in our stream, and I love that. Jesus taught us to preach us to pray, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, earth as it is in heaven. That's not just a rote prayer. That's of, of God for us. That's Jesus saying, this is how it's meant to be. Um, so what is like, if that's the prayer, what is heaven like that he's saying, kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven? And there's books written about that they can do a much better job than me. But for this morning, um, let's look at Revelation. It says in tw- chapter 1, verse 2, I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride, beautifully dressed for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, look, God's dwelling place is now among the people. He will dwell among them. They will be his people and God himself will be with them and be their God. So there's this intimacy, this connection with God. That's heaven. This should encourage some of us today who are looking forward to heaven, but all experiencing it here on earth with us. It's not far here, right? He will wipe every tear from their eyes. He, there will be no more death or mourning, crying or pain. Because the order of the old things has passed away. To what measure God wants to release heaven on earth, I don't know. But all I, want, all I know is I want to be a part of that participation, right? We have been invited into God's heart for health on this earth. Okay, that's the kingdom of heaven reality. It's a healthy place. I I thought about this. In heaven, everyone knows Jesus. (laughs) It's true. Talk about uh, spiritual well-being, right? Everyone knows Jesus. It was a fun thought. All right. In heaven, minds and emotions are completely sound. However they're supposed to be, they are. Think about it. <laughs> right? That's right. I'm just saying. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In our emotions, in our, in our souls. Ooh. Bodies are completely whole in heaven. It's true. There's no sickness, there's no pain, there's no disease. Ooh. So if that's our model, then really whole health is God's idea. It's not our great idea that we're going to kind of, ooh. So it's working the other way. Jesus demonstrated uh, actually his entire life. Um, he showing us that whole health is important to him. In Luke 7, 21, without answering, Jesus turns to the crowd and he healed 
many of their incurable diseases. I love that. So, you know, incurable diseases he heals. His miracle power freed many of their suffering. He restored the gift of sight to the blind. He drove out a demonic spirit from those who were tormented. Only then did Jesus answer John's disciples in that question about if you're really the Messiah. Now go back and tell John what you have just seen and heard. Blind are seeing. The crippled are now walking. Those who are lepers are now cured. Those who are deaf now hear. And those who were dead are back to life. And the broken are given hope and the hope of salvation. You said it this morning. That, that's whole health. I'm just saying. Whole body, mind, spirit, salvation. The whole thing. Jesus said, this is what I'm about. This is what, this is what I'm about. I, that's what I'm about. Love it. Moving on, going back. Go. It's a big. This is a big room. Uh, it's a. It's a big room. So this is going to be a season. <laughs> I love this. So he he demon, He said, "Pray." Whole health is our reality. He showed us whole health as our reality. He said, "I have come that you may have abundant life." We read it a minute ago. I have come that you may have. Abundant life. And, and, I, and I see this, now I see this correlation between abundant life and whole health. Again, I, I want to see this. What does abundant, abundance mean? It's more than you expect. It means in its fullness, abundant in quantity and quality. Jesus said, I have come that you may have life abundantly. Whew. And I'll pose this. This is something that I, I, I felt like the Lord dropped in my heart. Abund, abundant life is our inheritance. To have an experience now and forever. Now, uh, I've never really received like this, here's an inheritance. But if somebody gave me, you know, inheritance, pick a number, dollars, two million dollars, to have that inheritance, and I could acknowledge about it and tell you all about it and share about it and preach about it. I've got, right? What am I going to do with that inheritance? Right? I was just thinking about that. He's life abundantly to live fully. Jesus not only told us, I'm giving it to you, he, he showed us and he gave it back to Isaiah 53. Verse 4, he took our pain and bore our Suffering so that we can have soul wholeness. He was pierced for our transgression, crushed for our iniquity so we could have spiritual. Are you seeing this connection? Verse 5, the, that brought us peace him. He took punishment so we could have peace, so we could have spirit and soul peace. Ooh, it's Verse 5, by his wounds and stripes, we are healed so we could have physical Wholeness. God is working this way toward humanity. Point number two. We're doing good. So we are participants in this journey with God of whole health. And this journey is forever. I love that. It's me that it's not a destination. Because for some of us, if we were to Go back to that first question. Your whole health is our priority. You're thinking about the things that seem hard for you. It might be physical health. It might be emotional health. And hopefully, uh, not spiritually, but 
if so, uh, does it, any one of those, um, we can, um, is it a priority? We can feel pressure to, to feel like they can do that, but I can't. Um, priority or not, the truth is we're participating in this journey, either by contributing to whole health in our life or by impeding whole health in our life. And you can take any one of those. We're either helping or we're not. But I want to say that we're not alone or isolated in this relationship with whole health. Um, the pursuit of whole health is a relationship with Jesus, ourselves, and with others. Right? So, what's that? Joy. That's right. If I'm not prioritizing health in my spirit, soul, or my body, I am hurting my. But I'm also hurting who? Jesus and others. I'm hurting you if I'm not becoming healthier in any areas, right? When I don't prioritize whole health, it's me saying to God that your kingdom really is not my priority. And that one hit me really hard like a brick. It really did. Because I'm saying to God, you made, if I'm not prioritizing this, then really not loving you. That was, that was hard for me. And again, not condemnation, but it was conviction. I was like, wow, this is a bigger deal than I really thought of. How we partner in this relationship with God is really a choice. It's a gift from God. We don't have to. I just want you to, I'm going to take all that off. You don't have to participate in it. I, I would invite you to, though. Um, he gave us his gift because he loves us. So we get to choose how we live life today. I could choose today what I'm going to do later on. I can choose to make a good choice or not a good choice. What a gift that God has given us. His heart is that we would make choices that would honor him and love him. And we would freely receive this gift of life and give it away. Because freely you've received, freely give. All right, here's a personal relation. For much of my life, I thought that if I simply prioritized my spiritual health with Jesus, that my soul and my body would become equally healthy. Did you hear me? <laughs> For much of my life, I thought that if I simply prioritized my spiritual health journey with Jesus, that my soul and my body would be equally healthy. Um, not so. <laughs> They're interconnected, but I've, I've met people that are wonderfully physically, but have no spiritual life in Jesus, right? I've met people that are uh, spiritually in a relationship and the other is not the physical being reflective of Jesus in any way. Again, this isn't judgment. It's just be trying to be honest with ourselves as a people of God. I know this is, I feel like I'm treading off thin ice right now. Uh, so simply put for me, um, so last March, uh, many know that I've, I've been running. Last March, I was invited by the Holy Spirit to really, here's the truth, to participate in putting health in my physical body. 
I really, I really feel this invitation. Let's, let's go. And since then, I started praying and reading the word more, and it's made all the difference. No. <laughs> no. Are you with me? So, um, so I remember that first run after the invitation. Now, I've, I've done exercise in my life. I have. I've worked out and, and in sports and things. But this felt different. Um, it was, I, I mentioned it my last time I preached. It was based on a sermon that Daniel preached. And um, I just felt like, okay, God, we're going to do this thing together. And it changed just my whole perspective on it. And so I remember that first run. Actually, it was a slow jog. Actually, it was a walk. <laughs> um, but it was, it was the start of something that... Um, really became a journey together with, with the Lord and, and me. And um, I, I see now that it had a whole lot more to do with my whole being than just my physical body. And so um, it, be, it has become now a part of my life. Um, and I can actually say that I'm a runner, which is fun. And I'm going to plan on running until I can't anymore, right? Um, and through the journey of running, it's been interesting because you think about whole health a lot of people will think that it means you you um, are completely 100% without pain or without injury, and that, that that's what whole health is. But I'll be honest right now, um, I am experiencing back pain this very moment. And this morning, it actually hit me suddenly, and I thought, well, maybe it's because I'm preaching off the air. Um, but there's been injuries along the way, and several times I've thought, well, it hurts. I shouldn't keep going. It's too hard. And it was like the Holy Spirit said, we can, we can do this. I made your body, and you're going to learn about your body, and we can keep growing and going together. So there's been a lot of that happening. So I did a, um, a, big, a long run last Saturday. I'm going to celebrate this with you, if you don't mind. I ran 15 last Saturday. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It took me two, two hours and 20 minutes. And then I recognized that I had strained a muscle, and so I've been kind of nursing that. But part of, I'm learning about part of, Health is there's rest, huh? Sabbath, something God created that we need to prioritize. So, so there's learning about God's heart, His character, His kingdom, just by run with the Holy Spirit. So, 145 runs it took me to be able to run 15 miles. So, I run 145 times. Again, not to glorify me. You should be a runner. That's not the point. The point is we can all participate with God. And for our bodies, but really, what's the reason? What? What? My, I'll say this: my response to God's in was not just for me, but it was for people around me, so that I could and, and encourage and become um, the person that God says RC is. Yeah. I'll, I'll say this about this big room: the most challenging area for me in this season that we're in is that emotion wheel. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying that. It is, it's challenging for me, uh, processing emotions, being honest with them. is isn't so hard for me personally. It's hard for me to tell you how I'm feeling. I'm just saying. Um, but I recognize that if I don't prioritize health in those areas, that I won't experience the fullness of what Jesus died to give me. Nor you experience the fullness of what he died to give you through. And that's true on our spirit man, my soul man, and my body. The soul pieces, I like to think of the mind. And Paul even says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. 
That's how we know God's will. There's a connection here, right? All these things. So our willingness to be honest with him, ourselves, and others provides an open door for healing and whole health. Um, The foundation of pursuing whole health is the revelation that this is the reality of God's kingdom and it's lived out in relationship with God, ourselves, and others in the spirit of excellence, not perfectionism. I'm going to say that one more time. The foundation of pursuing whole health is this revelation that is the reality of the kingdom of God, and it's not lived out, and it is lived out in relationship with God, ourselves, and others in the spirit of excellence and not perfectionism. A lot of stuff. Yeah, I'm thinking about a lot of things. My brain's firing. There's this tension that I have been wrestling with because God wants to manifest himself supernaturally to bring healing to bodies, to make them whole. And there's also this stewardship piece where the man who was crippled after 26 years, Jesus says, get up and walk. And we see him get up and walk. What happened the next day? I was thinking about that. The next day, he had a choice to continue in the journey of walking. Because I know this about a human body. is If you, if you, if you didn't get up the next day, and the next day, and the next day, and the next day, then he wouldn't be walking anymore. So there's this participation not that he's making himself walk, but he's, he's partnering with God's provision in his life. So I, my heart is that we see this pursuit of whole health as a partnership with God and, and never taking away from his mighty power to release healing, right? That that's, should be right on our mind right away. Our participation with God is also to lay hands on people so that they can receive healing. For whole health. Are you with me? So, so I, I think there's this warning to, to be all about what I could do in my own body. I can run. It's me running. But I want to be healthy so that I can release whatever God's flowing through me to you. So is that, again, I, it's, this feels half-baked a little bit in the journey. And I'm being real with, with us today. Okay. Regardless of where we are. And what we're experiencing, we can give our all to him, all to others, to ourselves, so we can be all that he intended us to be. The beautiful thing about this is that this is what his heart is for his bride, for all of us. So if I'm an elbow, I'm healthy, then life is that wrist, which is probably one of you. And that wrist is healthy, then life flows to those fingers. And it's this beautiful picture of God's bride, a body, a family being healthy. There's like this bigger picture that if I say, I'm not going to respond to God, I'm going to shut down right here, that I'm actually hurting you in my family. And we've experienced that relationally with people that are just like resistant. No, and it impacts us. That's not God's heart, right? His heart is flow, health, life. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Okay, my last point, four minutes. Hmm. 
before I say point number three, I want to say this. Whole health and yeah, whole health in the you already did four. We got four done. It's just three. This is the last one. Whole health in the kingdom is a journey of a lifetime. We open the door to see God do amazing things by saying yes to Him. Sometimes we will see suddenly and instantaneously and supernatural. Sometimes we will see small incremental baby steps one day at a time. It doesn't matter. We're pursuing him together and releasing the truth of his kingdom to a world that is looking to a, a people that are saying, is your God real? And we have that privilege. I love that. All right. Number three, last one. I have a question for us this morning. Uh, two weeks ago, I was uh, leading worship at, at, at work. And that's a cool thing that we do at work once a week. And we're le- I'm leading worship at work, and a friend of mine felt led to share a question he asked the Lord. And when he said it, um, it 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 kind of sh- it kind of rocked me that I was like, "Wow, I want to ask God that same question." Posed that question to us today, and Gary gave me permission. I asked him because God didn't answer him right away. It took him about a week or so before God answered him when he asked this question. And I think it's timely in this message, but also timely in this season with where we are as a church. Here's the question. What is, God ex- what is God's experience like living in you? So let's reframe it. God, what is your experience like living in me? Now think about it for a minute. What is his experience like living in you last week? What was it like yesterday? What's God's experience like living in you right now? Is he experiencing joy? I know he sees you with joy, but is he he experiencing the journey in your life? Going, woohoo! This is awesome! (laughs) Yes! Woo! Is he experiencing adventure? Is he experiencing the priority of health in his kingdom through us? I'm asking a question. Again, no condemnation. This should be like God wants to experience life in and through us. Woo, isn't that awesome? Think about that. I'm like, oh. A week later, Gary said to me, well, here's my answer he gave me. And I, again, I have permission, so I asked him if I could say this. You know Gary. You know Gary is right. He said, yeah, I asked him, and he said, I'm kind of bored. I'm kind of bored. My experience in you is a little bit bored. But I remember this time when you did this, and, boy, I was fully alive. Remember that time when you were scared to death and you stepped out? I was fully alive in you. Are you with me? Are you with me? It was great. It was great. I was like listening to this and going, wow. I started thinking about those times that I stepped out for the Lord and did something totally, uh, I was afraid. And we stepped out there together. And those are the times when he was going, yes, we got this. We can do this. Right? What is God's experience like living you? Is it everything he's dreamed it would be? If not, you know what? It's okay because today is a new start. Today could be that day. Today could be the day where we go, okay, God, what are we going to do? Where are we going to go? What do you want to do? 
And he might say to you, whoa, what are you, what are you thinking? Let's do this together. It might be something very simple, like going on a run, going on a walk. It might be, hey, take some cookies to your next door neighbor. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what it's, what it's going to be, but that's, that's the whole point of this. The point is for us to connect on such a level with God in us and his kingdom reality being our reality, and that's the way we live. So that life is an adventure. So that whole health is our priority isn't just about me getting strong in my body. Though that's great. It's okay. I mean, someday maybe I'll look like Pastor Elijah. (laughs) But if I never do, that's not my goal. Right? Right? You with me? I want to set us free from all these negative ideas about being healthy and being afraid to say, okay, I want to lose some weight. It's okay. If you want to lose some weight... Do it with the Lord, with others. But don't let that, that goal of the destination, okay, I finally got to that spot, be the end of my journey of whole health in his kingdom. Are you with me? Because you'll hit that goal, I promise. You can do it. Even people that don't know God can do it. The point is, this is about his kingdom. Our lives pursuing him and our lives making a difference for him, right? He's the one who actually, now I'm getting off on time. My body belongs to him. He bought it. He paid for it. He paid a lot for it. Let's not forget that. This is his. This is yours, Lord. When you look in the mirror and you say, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, and I look in that mirror, and he looks back at me and goes, yep, and I gave my life. I gave my life for that body. I gave it for you. I belong to him. That helps, especially in those areas like struggling. I don't want to do that thing or where it is. This isn't even mine. This is his. I read it this morning, right? Don't know you not your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. This is yours, Lord. I give it to you. This is, yeah, I let it shine for you. I'm going to be everything you said I'm supposed to be for you. Right? Yeah. So. So I invite you this morning right now, let's just bow our heads, close our eyes, and I want you to ask that question of the Lord. God, what is your experience like living in me? And ask him. There to listen. And if he think, I want to encourage you right now to write it down. Or take your phone out and the date and time of whatever that is that he's saying to you. Maybe he's going to get to a space with him that you've never been before. Maybe he's just reminding you, hey, I missed my time with you. Let's gather tomorrow morning at 727 or 730. Maybe you're thinking of a person that God would like you to reach out to and invites a lunch or a coffee. Maybe it's that simple. Maybe God is saying, I want you to do an evangelistic crusade in downtown Santa Rosa. I don't know. But whatever it is, let's start listening to God in that way. Isn't that a little bit different? It's kind of cool, huh? God, what is your experience like living in me? I want you to experience everything that you're 
heart desired when you created me. I want that for every person in this room that together we can shine for you and let your glory fill this temple. Let your glory in and through us, our lives, touch a city. Touch this city, the city that you love, Santa Rosa, California. We are here because you have us here. What an honor it is, a privilege it is. A place some people say, I want to get out of here. Not us. We're here. We're born for such a time as this. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. All praise and all glory belong to you. Thank you for the price you paid. Thank you for what you promised us. If you have pain in your body right now, I want you to stand up. Um, you have back pain specifically. I, I wondered this morning if it was simply because I have a strained back or because God wanted to heal backs this morning. So either way, we're going to go for it, okay? Um, so if you have pain in your body, any kind, any sickness, disease, you're standing for healing today. We're going to agree as a body right now in Jesus' name. There's someone next to you that's standing and you're not. Please, let's put our hands on them. Make sure every is standing has, a, has someone. Yeah, if you don't have somebody with their hands on you and you want to receive hands on prayer, raise your hand. I want everybody's being touched. All right. Now just begin to pray in the spirit around that. Let's pray in the spirit right now. Holy Spirit. We just declare your healing right now. Thank you for listening to The Pursuit Podcast. For more information about The Pursuit, visit us at thepursuitsoco.com.